0: The views and opinions expressed in the following paid program are those of the host, callers, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of this station, its management, or owners. I'm an American soldier, an American. Beside my brothers and my sisters, I will proudly take a stand. liberty is in jeopardy, I will always do what's right front lines, in peace tonight, American I'm an American soldier. Time to have a conversation about the things that matter to you, including the direction of our country. This is Conversations with Rodney Ferguson, brought to you by Crushed Red on the Big 550 KTRS.
1: Welcome to Conversations with Rod Ferguson, KTRS and the Big 550. So we have some sad news today, which I'd like to open the show with. Um, Toby Keith, the country western star, passed away of stomach cancer today. It was hitting way too close to home because we are the same age. And 18 months ago... He was diagnosed with stomach cancer. And as we all know, that have had loved ones that have cancer, cancer doesn't care. It doesn't care wealth. It doesn't care stature. It doesn't care age. It doesn't care about anything. So Toby Keith, for those that follow him, know that he sold over 40 million albums. Um, he won over 21 major country music awards. He won entertainment of the year twice. And he was a huge military supporter. He did 11 USA, USO tours for the military. And being in the military previously, um, everybody knows how much, They appreciate when the stars come and talk to and sing to and entertain the troops. So we're going to open with prayer and as we always do and start with uh, dedication to Toby Keith's family. Dear Lord, uh, thank you for allowing us to have Toby Keith and everything he represented with us for the time that you gave him. I pray that you be with his family, his wife, and his children, and his grandchildren as they mourn and grieve his loss. But as we Christians know, it was just a temporary stop. And we'll celebrate his life over and over again with the playing of his music, and the dedication to his life. Thank you for everything you do for us. For those that don't know you, open up a conversation so that we can reach out and share your word. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Well, I want to get the sad news out of the way first. As you know, we always try to work in a charitable uh, plug or endeavor for those of you that are charitably inclined and may not have a favorite charity or know who to support. So the charity I'd like to just share a little bit about with you today is called Tunnel to Towers. It's the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. They're kicking off a new year of help and hope for Americans, heroes and their family. It's one way you can show how grateful you are for the American heroes, the men and women that have sacrificed for you, and me and our country they're out of staten island new york they're headquartered there it's t2t.org and their phone number is 718-987-1931 tunnel to towers foundation their slogan is let us do good and I will say, personally, I'm a proud supporter of Tunnel to Towers Foundation. So what is going on with this market? <laughs> the market hit a record all-time forever high again, again, on Friday. And in the midst of the border crisis and the war and all the chaos and the politics, everything that's just going on right now, It's amazing, and I've said it several times before, but the market is efficient, and it can be distracted, like a lot of us can, temporarily, but in the end, it has reached a new high 100% of the time, and the last time that that happened was this past Friday. The Chinese markets are also surging, and for those that don't follow the Chinese market, I guess the biggest one that people would recognize would be Alibaba and the symbols Baba. But the other three that don't get as much recognition is Xping, PNG, NIO, NEO, and JD.com. And while we're surging in the U.S., they're also surging in the Chinese markets as well because, as we know, this is a global economy. A couple standouts, uh, Eli Lilly, symbol LLY. Eli Lilly is the seventh largest company in the world. Its stock is right now at $730.83, and it's up $22 today. It has become a weight loss company, of all things. That's what's getting most of its notoriety currently. But it is also on the forefront of breaking into liver disease and the treatment for liver disease. And as the seventh largest company in the world, it is actually focusing now on weight loss and the curing of some of these deadly diseases. On the AI front of the market, Meta, M-E-T-A, is surging at $464 a share, up 5 dollars 5 today as it expands its labels for artificial intelligence. And that related, generated content. There's also an AR, AI, I'm sorry, company out there that's just taken off. It's up 22% for the year in February. And it is PLTR, Planter. And for those that haven't followed that company and may not know anything about it, that would be one to put on your radar for this year. So why is the market hitting all-time highs at a time where one party says recession is right around the corner, while the other party is saying everything is just going straight up. I mean, I guess it depends on who you're listening to and their background and their content. But the markets are doing extremely well, given everything we've talked about. So then we swing over to big tech. Big tech made up of Microsoft, Google, Amazon, Meta. If you watch what these companies are doing, they're sitting on a ton of cash. $303 billion of cash that is unspent and that they are waiting for opportunities. So like every good investor, all the books on finance say buy low, sell high. But doing this 30 years in my previous life, I can tell you that people do the opposite. And why Why would they do the opposite? If everybody knows that and they read that and it's in every publication on finance and they've heard buy low, sell high, they do the opposite. And it's because the herd likes company. So when the market, it's an all new high and everybody's talking about the market, what do people want to do? They want to get in the market. So they go in at an all time high, which means what? For them to make money, it's got to go higher. And what normally happens after an all-time high? There's profit-taking. They take some off the table. It's kind of like your mom when she's buying your pants and you're growing up. Then you just buy them just a little bit bigger so you can grow into them, even they're a, they're a little loose when you buy them. So you're not in them over more than three months or six months while you're growing. So people are jumping into the market left and right. They see optimism on the horizon with the possibility of a new regime taking over control. And the blood's in the water on that, and we'll talk about that. So when's a good time to get in the market? (laughs) The answer is any (laughs) time. 55% of U.S. Americans are in the market in some form, usually their 401k plan, their qualified plan at work, online accounts with some of the bigger names, Schwab and others, some of the newer ones that are out there, Robinhood, some of the ones that are coming online. So we're hitting all new highs at a time where one party is telling us sky's falling and you want to run to the bosom of the government, and the others are just riding this wave straight to the next new high. While this is going on, oil is flat. Bitcoin is down because it usually works against the market. When the U.S. markets are doing well, it goes down. And when the U.S. markets are doing bad, it soars. And that's a discussion for another day. I'm going to pause here. So as we switch over to the political front, Mr. Donald J. Trump is leading President Biden by five points. And that doesn't sound like a lot until you start putting numbers to it. It's a chasm that is starting to expand. And the Don – I know him, so we can talk about him like that. He's a master marketer. So he's hitting all the financial airwaves with his new $2 bill mugshot. So the left pulls out the arrows, the quivers, the shooting, thinking that the mugshot and booking of Donald J. Trump and the court appearance and everything is going to hurt the man. So what does he do? He's the the U.S. Mint printing a new $2 bill showing him with his furled brow And his hairdo, and he's ready to fight as the 45th president. It says ready to fight, never surrender. And they're limiting how many of these bills you can buy. And, yes, I have one on my refrigerator. If you look at the top four reasons people are interested in these topics in this order, 41% of those polled said immigration is number one when they go to the polls. The economy, stupid, is number two. Inflation is number three. And healthcare is number four. Guess what's not even on the list? Green energy, saving the planet, alternate fuel sources, and EV electric cars. It's not even on the list of what people are concerned about with this coming election. And that should be telling to a lot of us. I mean, if you looked at the last two presidential elections, immigration is number one. You cannot turn the TV on. And lately, when you turn the TV on, you're seeing immigrating mobs recently in New York City beating up police when they're trying to capture suspects. I mean, it's absolute mayhem in New York. And I don't want to spend a lot of time on it because you're seeing it on the TV all the time. So this immigration problem is surrounded by the border wall and the border and the current Senate bill. So they interviewed Mr. Trump and asked him about this new Senate border security bill. And in only his fashion, he's saying it's dead on arrival. No, not only no, but hell no. That bill doesn't do it. This is Biden's border crisis. The union has actually come out and endorsed the Senate bill, and the only way Texas can respond to it is they're building their own border fence, because the federals won't give them money to build the wall, because that was a Donald Trump idea. So everybody knows at this point that this is Biden's border crisis. He owns it. So what does he do? He goes, eh, you know, that's an outstanding job for Kamala. We've got to find something for Kamala to do. There's nothing there for her to do. And she she can't screw that up. So we're going to let her own the border crisis, stopping short of being the scapegoat. And speaking of scapegoat, <laughs> looking at the gentleman that's taking all the heat on it right now because the president's sure not going to take it. And the impeachment continues. But the union is endorsing the Senate bill. Trump's saying we got to have a bill, but not this one. Texas is taking their own action, spending their own money, building their own wall, putting up their own Constantina wire to protect their own border. They are building the border fence as we speak. Just tune into the headlines coming out of Del Rio, Texas. This is the number one thing on voters' minds as they go to the polls. Number one. Immigration and the border crisis. Two, the economy, stupid, obviously. Three, down the trough is inflation, followed up by health care, and the rest aren't even on the list. Biden has said the Republicans are threatening our democracy. Make America great again is threatening, threatening the democracy. It's the opposite of what he promised Americans. And the numbers continue. Eight million Illegal migrants have entered this country over his watch. Eight million. And it's continuing each and every day. So why is Trump beating Biden this early in the campaign by five points at the polls? Number one, it's about the border. Number two, the Senate bill is dead on arrival. And we hit an all-time high with the market this last Friday. This is Conversations with Rod Ferguson. It's KTRS. And a big 550. All brought to you courtesy of the red,
0: white, and blue. Now back to Conversations with Rodney Ferguson. Brought to you by Crushed Red on the big 550 KTRS.
1: The House bill passes with business tax breaks attached to it. It's the only way they can get it across the finish line. It's got a lot of pork in it like they all do. And unlike Nancy Pelosi who said, man, we got to pass this thing so we can see what's in it, man, that was a freeze, wasn't it? The House bill passes, moves on to the Senate when they tacked on a lot of tax breaks for the business. Janet Yellen jumped into the fray again and was pressed on her surveillance of different individuals, particularly in the Republican Party, particularly surveying – companies like Dick Sporting Goods, Cabela's, etc. and when pressed and asked she just didn't answer and walked away. We talked about some of the Chinese stocks yesterday. Alibaba down 73%, down to $73 a share, down 5.8% off 4.58. But if you want a rocket ship, look at Chipotle. Stock symbol CMG. two, twenty seven oh two. Up $214.50. It's up 8.5% on the day. I personally am not a Chipotle fan. Gone in there twice. Gave it a second chance. It just doesn't do it for me. Having authentic Mexican cooking down in Texas, I guess, just took my little palate to another level. Tesla, 185 Up $0.27. Cents. It's down sharply off its highs stoking layoff fears in the near future fortnet symbol ftnt up six uh, at sixty eight dollars and 78 cents target PGT, 146 up two dollars and 13 cents today and floating the idea that it's going to an amazon type prime membership so for you target enthusiasts and stockholders out there, they're going to go the Amazon approach, copy them, and offer a prime membership with Target that will cost you a fee to get. I've got a book reference for you. It's a brand-new book out. It's called Full-Time Work and the Meaning of Life. Wow. There's two concepts to wrap your arms around. Full-time work. And I have to jump in with what my dad used to call full-time work. He said, son, I work half days, 12 hours. And if everybody worked half days, 12 hours, they'd get along a lot better in this world. But we know people that don't work. We know people that can't work. We know people that don't want to work. And we know people that rely on those that are working and those that steal from those people that are working. And then on the other side of that book title, The Meaning of Life as Christians, I think we got this one down. But being a minority in this country, I guess some people might need that book, The Meaning of Life. So that's my book reference for today, full-time work and the meaning of life. So we deal with the number one problem coming out of those that are polled across the primaries that are running right now, and that's the migrant Biden border crisis. If you've seen – Some of the networks and the videos they're showing, tending to be on the conservative side, there's a new point of entry for the migrants. They're shifting from Texas to Cali. They're coming up from California, up from Baja. It's a new point of entry. And this is being done for several reasons. One, there's so much heat right now in Texas, they're going to a softer port, California, Arizona. and that's the new port of entry. I wonder if it would have anything to do with Texas building their own wall and putting up their own Constantino wire. It's really hard to get through that stuff I've been told. So you got to get over the wall thats surveyed 24/7. then you got to get through the Constantina wire across the border into Texas. And Texas is not using federal funds for this project. They're using taxpayer money in the great state of Texas. So this government won't help them out. Arizona and California will be the new entry point for the migrant crossing. And the other reason that's happening is because the cartels are fairly intelligent. There's so much heat in Texas, they're going to go where there's no heat currently. So they're going for a softer entry point. So have you heard about the higher education shift, people out there now, students coming up are ditching the degree. They go,ing man, do I really want to go for that associate's, bachelor's, master's? I see a lot of entrepreneurial money out there. A lot of people are doing it their own way. They control their own destiny. I work hard. I think I'm going to skip and ditch the degree and pursue my success without higher education. My father would say, this is a mistake say there are a lot of dumb entrepreneurs out there, and he would also say you have one chance to get a good education. As screwed up as our educational system is, a lot of intelligent people can cut the wheat from the chaff, take the good from the bad, raise their standard, raise their educational level. They're not ditching the degree, but that's not the trend. The trend is ditching the degree, being an entrepreneur, and having success without higher education. This is Conversations with Rod Ferguson, KTRS, and the Big 550.
0: This is Conversations with Rodney Ferguson, native St. Louisan, Marine Corps veteran, and local business owner. Brought to you by Crushed Red on the Big 550. KTRS.
1: So Mr. Biden is having some problems generating financial backing. So he's called on a couple buddies. You may have heard of them. They're two previous presidents. So even though we haven't heard anything out of Mr. Obama, here he comes at a fundraiser at Radio City Music Hall. He is not popular in New York right now. So he brings another buddy with him, Billy Clinton, and they hold a fundraiser. So here's the ticket, Biden, Obama, and Clinton, and they're holding a high-dollar fundraiser, Radio City Music Hall, New York City. And why are they there? They're there because they're taking a large amount of money out of New York City. While I was prepping for the show, I came across this little factoid. You know, we don't talk about Andrew Cuomo much, but he sure was in the news almost every day last year. He was just brought up on sexual assault charges for 13 of his staffers. Only one group reported it, and you probably never heard about it. So New York City, while they have this huge fundraiser of bringing money out of New York City, Biden, Obama, and the Clinton full fundraiser in Radio City Music Hall, the governor announces yesterday, this morning, $2.4 billion for the New York City migrants. So they're going to cough up two and a half million, two and a half billion billion for the illegal migrants that have come into their city while they put them up at the empty rooms in the swankiest hotels in New York. Meanwhile... Trump isn't having this problem. Trump had inflows into his campaign of $668,000, and all that money came in at under $200 per person. A huge difference. The other thing Mr. Biden's done, other than try to raise some money by bringing in some of his old buddies, is he is attempting to make good on his campaign promise of the student loan bailout, which he declares, and I quote, the Supreme Court did not stop me, unquote. Interesting while his speechwriters wrote it that way. The Supreme Court did not stop me. So who did? (laughs) He didn't do it. And with his approval ratings in the low 30s, they're trying to grasp at whatever straws they could possibly grab to help. He said, man, well, hey, maybe we could uh, you know, do something we said we were going to do before we got elected. Well, yeah, remember, the student loan bailout we didn't do, declaring that the Supreme Court didn't stop him. So what stopped him? Here's a trivia for February 7, 2024. The Beatles arrived for their first U.S. visit. I mean they were bigger bigger than Elvis not of course not as big as Taylor Swift and I'm sure you've heard about the Taylor Swift effect but that's for another day but February 7, 1964, 2 years old for me, the Beatles arrived in the US for their first of many visits. We got a Super Bowl coming up, Bud Light's people all got together and said, "Man, our stocks down. We really screwed up last year. We got we got to come up with something." What's the biggest event we could make that comeback? The Super Bowl. But, of course. So they went into the coffers, what's left of them, and they're putting on a Bud Light Blitz. So owning a brewery myself and not having any problem in the Great Northeast competing against a light beer against Bud Light, no problem. They're going to make a last-ditch effort at the Super Bowl to regain their market share at one fell swoop. We got a text line. I'd really like to know if you think they're going to be able to pull it off. You drinking more Bud Light? You go over to Natty Light, Coors Light, Light Light. This conversations with Rod Ferguson in the Big Five Fifty, KTRS.
0: You may or may not agree with him, but he's always insightful and entertaining. Conversations with Rodney Ferguson returns, brought to you by Crushed Red on the Big Five Fifty. KTRS.
1: So our Fed Chairman, Mr. Powell, is taking a lot of heat to cut rates. But he's saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. He wants more confidence before he starts cutting rates. I mean, let's not get ahead of ourselves. We only have 50 million cuts last year. And slow this thing down. I'm sorry, increases, not cuts. And now that we got a cut, you say, not too fast. We don't want to get too fast doing that. Are you looking at what shipping costs are doing? Shipping costs currently are skyrocketing, skyrocketing over the Red Sea attacks. Why should you care? Here's why. Because the goods and services that we purchase each and every day, the cost of this increased shipping costs that are skyrocketing over these Red Sea attacks are going to get passed on to us. That's why you should care. So Mr. Biden's inner circle on the military side has been telling him for months, we got to answer this. There's been 168 attacks, attacks on U.S. troops and U.S. installations in the military. Yesterday, thank God we retaliated. Finally, somebody had to do something. So I guess he listened to his advisors. And we actually hit 22 targets last night. The tightrope is we gotta watch getting pulled into another war. Some of these wars go back to the biblical days with the different factions that are involved. So we gotta do it without getting pulled into a war, which can be extremely touchy. So New York City has come up with an idea. So, man, we got all these illegal migrants and immigrants coming into our state. I know, let's give them benefits. What a great idea. They are moving migrants into vacant, high-rise, high-cost hotel rooms in New York City. They're giving them prepaid visa cards at $1,000 a month. I got a question for you. For those that track the homeless crisis that's going on in the undercurrent of this country, for those that pay attention to the commercials of the children that don't get enough to eat at school – For those that are dropping out of school, the handouts that were given freely and everybody started going to the mailbox instead of going to work, spending that money instead of money they earned, which was a great temporary fix. And which was an outstanding political move, some would say, to buy votes. I mean, couldn't we maybe use those dollars in a better way? They're saying there's ballot confusion out there. And I'll just touch on one of the examples. The primary in Nevada, Trump is absent from the ballot. It's just causing ballot confusion. Why would Trump be absent from the ballot? Nikki Haley, whereas some are calling her Never Haley, these nicknames Stick like crazy, hasn't been to Nevada since October. So why would Nikki Haley be on Nevada? Trump's not even on the ballot. If you lift the layer, you'll see that to get on the ballot in Nevada, you gotta write a check for fifty five thousand dollars and Trump won't pay it. He don't he doesn't need it. So it's causing ballot confusion out there. We'll see what the result is tonight. They're saying if Never Nikki doesn't win tonight in Nevada, she hasn't been in the state since October, that her candidacy is all but done. Probably was done a week ago the newest one is they're giving trump trouble because you won't debate biden so biden is saying he's scared because he beat him before mr trump has a strategy that's one thing about being a financial planner 30 years you have to build a plan and work the plan i guess one of the reasons the approval ratings are in the 30s for our current president which has never happened in the history of the u.s president there may not be a strategy I mean, can you really go into the Oval Office and wing it? Really? I mean, live out of the basement, eat ice cream, not take on the issues of the day, make the first order of business on the first day of your presidency to shut down the Keystone Pipeline and put thousands and thousands of people out of work, take our energy independence, and in a stroke of a pen, turn it into energy dependence? It doesn't take long to add these things up and figure out what's going on. And why the numbers are what they are. Mr. Trump got slapped this week. Federal appeals court, federal appeals court said he can't plead immunity on the election case. Could this still be part of the strategy? <laughs> Anybody ever heard the strategy to stall? So what are they doing with that? They're appealing it. How long does it take to appeal something in the appellate court? Sometime months, more correctly years. Election's coming up soon. <laughs> Could that be part of a strategy? Some are saying absolutely. The economy, in the meantime, by all the hardworking entrepreneurs out there, of which I credit myself being one, small part, grew at 3.3%. The current administration is touting a very strong GDP report. Yeah, because the market is efficient and the entrepreneurial spirit of the business community is alive and well and growing. And I touched on that last time when we talked about the surge in IPOs for 2024 and what the outlook looks like. What's the undercurrent on the pain in the purse? (laughs) None of us can forget it. All you got to do is go to a gas station, walk into your supermarket, grocery store, pain in the purse. Inflation and its twin sister taxes. But on inflation, current administration is telling us it's coming down. It's only at 6% talked about this before and i'm not going to continue to beat this dead horse how many of you out there we've got a text line you can answer this on how many out there think inflation is six percent go to the gas pump go buy some beef go buy some bacon get some eggs get a little dairy in your cart get to the end of the line and tell me it's six percent more mcdonald's selling sodas for 79 cents now they're 100 they're a dollar 79 Used to buy a Whopper and fries and a Coke for two bucks. Now it's thirteen dollars. Is that six percent? Going to buy clothes for kids for school. Is that six percent? Prescription drugs. Eliquis, the hottest anti-stroke drug on the market. Three hundred dollars a month for thirty pills. Is that six percent over what it used to be? You get my point. It's not six percent. Elevated prices are amongst top for voters' concerns. And Jay Powell's touting a soft landing? A soft landing? Off a cliff? Off a building? He took it on the chin for some of those comments. But with the election moving and a five-point spread this early, it's going to be a very interesting spring, summer, and fall. Did you hear about this woman? That killed her boyfriend by stabbing him 100 times and is not going to jail. Now, this one caught my eye because, I, I mean, you stab somebody in the heat of the moment, self-defense, whatever. You stab him, he dies. It's a tragedy. Then you come back and stab him another 100 and another 99 times? Stab anything 100 times? <laughs> and not incarcerated at all? Unbelievable. The Florida Attorney General, Ashley Moody, spoke recently about the number one concerns out there. And the number one concern, this Republican from Florida, and she was taking a lot of heat because they were saying a lot of these migrants work in these Florida citrus fields and for these Florida corporations. And her reply simply was, if they're here illegally, it's not a problem. So the commentator was quick to push back. That, no, 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 we're not talking about in the country legally, we're talking about illegal immigrants that it crossed that are on the payrolls of these companies and in these fields of Florida. She didn't have a real good answer for that, and she backtracked several times. Have you heard about the Boeing factory workers? The Boeing factory workers have decided they need a raise. <laughs> it's not six percent. They want a raise. They are demanding a raise in their pay, 40%. Now, I wasn't at that meeting, but somebody stood up and said, we need a 40% pay raise or we're going to strike. They're looking at what Boeing's making. They're looking at the contracts. They're looking at the money that's coming through. They're building the planes, and they're saying, yeah, 40%. 40%? So reading between the lines and some of the things we discussed today, why would they need a 40% pay raise? I mean, could it be that inflation isn't at 6%? Maybe it's around 40 I mean, you tell me, you're the ones walking into the grocery stores. You're the ones filling up the tank, the gas station. You're the ones buying the prescription drugs. Do you need a 40% increase to stay even? When the minimum wage was discussed afloating it to $14 an hour, everybody had to come apart. With the current inflation, the real inflation number, can the entry-level workers make it at 14 bucks an hour? These are very interesting questions and need answers, and they're hitting everybody where they live in the pocketbook. This conversations with Rod Ferguson at KTRS and the big 550.
0: The views and opinions expressed in the preceding paid program are those of the host, callers, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of this station, its management, or owners.